Hey, 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 and welcome back to Profoundly Beautiful with me, your girl, Jessica Monet. Um, today I'm going to be talking about one of my biggest, greatest, largest <laughs> fears. Something that um I've been struggling with for quite a while, and it's actually been holding me back quite a bit in my life. Um, and I've actually had enough of it, so I'm going to be speaking on it because I am. Like, you know, a firm believer that when you speak on certain things, like the secrecy level, um, hush-hush level that it was on, it kind of like breaks, when you break the silence, it breaks the the power it has over you. So, today I'm going to use my platform to do just that. I'm going to break this thing down so I can get past it and I'm sure... I'll help someone on the way. Um, I know for certain I will be helping myself. So, yeah, we're going to get to it. So, shh. It's starting. Um, Full disclosure, my babies are here, alive and well, and being them amazing selves. So, there will be background noise. I was going to make them be quiet. And I thought about maybe doing this at night when everybody was asleep. But I do work full time. Um, and I wanted my sleep. So, therefore, I just said I'm going to have to be very authentic. Let them into my world. And I'm going to have to hear these babies back here. Somebody vacuuming right now. My son in there singing or something while he's supposed to be working so i'm not sure how that's working for him but yeah it's gonna be the real deal today so you will hear lots of background noise i told these amazing people that i love so much that i was recording i'm going to see how this works for us without them busting into the room and asking questions that i already answered <laughs> but um yeah just a disclosure there will be background noise those are my babies so bear with us because it's real right now and i just felt the need to get this out by any means necessary because i will procrastinate and then i'll be delayed and it's just not worth it so here we are um um yeah but this episode is gonna be about my biggest fear i know you're thinking maybe something like heights or bugs or you know worms or swimming or you know anything like that side note i am afraid of a couple of those things <laughs> but that's more surface level you know your girl like to go deep i don't want to do nothing on the surface well i do things on the surface okay okay whatever okay so i like to go deep so this one is not surface level fears this is more of a a mental thing um we are talking about my fear of success 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 lord clearly can't talk but um this is something that i struggle with for years and I'm a helper. I'm a helper and I you know, I, I see certain things in other people and I can point it out. But it's so difficult. Um, being a helper slash healer is difficult for me to see those exact same things in myself. Well, I can see them in myself. Let me correct that. I can see them in myself, but it's difficult for me to correct them in myself. But I can help someone else correct it in themselves. Um, and this is something that I, I discuss with my love all the time, my baby Brandon. Um, He all, he, he gets so frustrated at me because he's like, you always trying to help somebody, but you can't even help yourself. Like, that's what you do. You take <laughs> you take on these tasks to help someone get over a fear of whatever and you got that same fear yourself and you don't know how to fix it 
so it's definitely a flaw of mine um that I'm working on I'm embracing he's embraced it I embraced it we we don't love it but at the moment that is who I am so that is where we are <laughs> so um so yeah um this is me embracing it and correcting it so boom how about that baby <laughs> anyway um this fear of success for whatever reason i cannot say that word today success success lord for me i feel like it creates um i thought you know how to to go into a proper flow of um in this episode i thought maybe me defining it first cuz that will kind of lay some um foundation on why it is a fear of mine um so for me success um it will create expectations it would create spotlight and i don't i like to do things in the background like i don't i don't need the the spotlight to be on me um for me success will create um judgment from other people so people would be able to although they do it anyway um they will be able to critique certain things about you whether it's um, something physical, mental, whatever, uh, materialistically, wh- whatever, they'll be able to, you open a door to being critiqued by a lot of people. Um, I already feel like I'm an outcast to a certain extent, um, cause I feel like I just, you know, I'm not into some of the typical things that people where I um I live are from like I don't care about TV and I would rather go paint or some go take a walk in the forest or you know (laughs) something like that I definitely know there's a lot of people like me out here but that's not what I'm saying like what I'm surrounded by like not necessarily my circle but it's more so like family um, cause I'm very family oriented. So like my cousins and, and siblings, like I'm kind of not into what they're into. And I kind of like to, you know, be alone. So it's kind of like, I am like, like slightly like an, um, outcast to a certain extent. And I just feel like success will, um, make me more of that. As well as it will make me more the difference. How am I trying to say this? Okay, so um, it will make me different, more different than I already feel that I am, which will cause me to be more of an outcast. Boom. You got it, girl. You got it. Took me a minute, but I got it. Okay. Um, I feel like sometimes it will change me. Or it would change who I believe myself to be, who I am or whatever. Um, And one of the big things for me, uh, I feel like, you know, you know when you go to like funerals and things like that and, and they get up and be like, oh, he or she was this kind of person and she did this, this, this. She had a passion for that and, and. Um, she changed the world in this way or he changed the world in this way or whatever. And once you like complete that task or whatever, I feel like death has to come next. So like once you, um, complete whatever task you were put on the earth to complete, then you die (laughs) to put it frank, like then you dad, you die. And I feel like I'm slightly afraid of that. Although I always thought I was, um, I'm not afraid of death, but, you know, it's contradicting to 
always had that feeling like I'm not afraid to de- to die because I know I'm going to go to heaven and la 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 but at the back of my head in the same token or whatever I feel like once I complete whatever I was put on earth to complete then my life will be wrapped up at that moment then I'll you know it's time for me to go ahead and head out and that part is a little scary I don't think it's more so about the death, but yeah, but to me, those are what success I feel like would bring. And I think that's why I'm so afraid of it. But at the same time, I want it so bad. Um, So it's definitely been a struggle. And I've noticed that when. I do start to succeed. I start to um, become like a perfectionist. And, you know, that kind of like delays my success a little. Like I'll put so much energy and effort into creating something, starting to create something. And I'll be in the beginning stages. And then the second step or the second stage and whatever I'm doing... I will start to kind of linger off because things are not um, becoming perfected like I want it to. Like, say, for instance, um, I want to be a makeup artist and I want to have certain equipment. So I'll start whatever the process is of becoming a makeup artist. And then say I want this specific type of ring light and this ring light costs $5,000. I don't have $5,000 to just be buying, you know, a damn light. So now at this point, I'm kind of, you know, flabbergasted and I fall back because I can't get this light. So I'm going to try to figure out a way. Like I'm putting everything else on pause and I'm going to try to figure out a way to, to stack my money or whatever to get this light. It's like that. I feel like it is a little bit of self-sabotage as well as... Um, thinking things has to be perfect or I have to have a certain amount of things or a certain amount of viewers or followers or likes, uh, a certain amount of support. That's a big one for me as well. If specific people don't support me in certain things, then I could or I do. I'm not going to say could because I'm being honest. I do slightly be delayed. Um, and I also feel like it's probably partially because, you know, when you grow up in an environment with poverty and, you know, you just you struggle and it's kind of like a generational thing. Um, I feel like it becomes a norm to a certain extent. Um. And I know a lot of people use that as their fuel for their fire to push them to um, get out of it. And they become very successful, um, rich or whatever you want to call it. Like they they use that as their their um, fuel. Uh, also, I feel like um, sometimes I think I have to struggle in order to you know, like, uh, pay my dues or, you know, whatever you would call it. I, I, I think I'm like holding on to that statement a little, you know, under my grip is too tight to the point to where it's delaying things. Like, cause I just, I understand it that when you want something, you do have to work for it. You do have to, you know, put in some grit and sweat and, maybe some tears to achieve it and I, I don't know I just feel I don't know stuck in a sense of struggle as it being familiar as it being like I if stuff is going smoothly then it can't be right because I feel like I have to struggle to get to it. Like, I got to get it from the mud, get it from the dirt, as they say. <laughs> I love that saying. I got it from the dirt. Um, 
but eventually, I guess, everybody have to start at the dirt and work their way up. Even, you know, it makes me think about, like, a seed. When you have a seed, it's just like this little bitty um, weird-shaped object. Like, a, it makes me think of, like, an apple seed. A little bitty brown, um, teardropped almost, shaped object. And just the thought of it can create like a whole apple tree and create multiple apples from that one little seed. But it has to, you know, be buried in this dirt and it has to like fight through all the dirt. And <laughs> I definitely understand all of those concepts, but it's it's like I'm getting stuck somewhere. Um, what else is one more thing I know I, I like to, I like to be my own worst enemy when it comes to that. And I self-sabotage by doing all kind of weird things like being late and staying up late, knowing I have a, to get up early the following morning, but I'm going to stay up late tonight or I'm going to drink or, you know, something weird. I'm celebrating because I got this, this, and that. And then I drink, and then I'm hungover the following day, and not knowing I had to do something. So unconsciously self-sabotaging myself, which I believe is like a form of low self-esteem. So I definitely suffered, currently still suffering, with a little bit of the low self-esteem. Um, But... To get me out of these things, I've I feel like I've been doing a good job. I told you guys my word for the year was intentional, so I've been doing things intentionally um, to get to a certain goal. Um, whether it be I've been intentionally setting my alarm so I can get up early to record a podcast before I go to work rather than like oh, I want to record I'm mad because I be sleepy because I work full time like like leaving all the excuses at the door and you know being intentional with everything I do from the littlest thing um as far as carrying a notebook or something with me like just being very intentional just in case I want to jot a note down oh, I got a thought a uh, business idea, uh, podcast um, idea for an episode, episode or, you know, whatever. Just intentional all the way around. And I've been changing the way I think. And that's been very big for me. Um, because, like, I know I ain't alone. Get these thoughts they come to you and they sometimes be out the blue sometimes it it do be triggered from certain um outside noise and i've always known because i'm like a self-care self um self-help like i'm into all of that the type of books i read and you know i I dig deep when it comes to self-care and self-help and things of that nature spirituality or whatever um so i know that when you have a negative thought that comes to your mind that is not you know the end all be all that's not a period at the end of the day like it's definitely a whole comma and you can like recreate something else so you get that negative thought um sometimes it's not even your own thought like I don't I'm not a um a doctor or anything like that when it comes to it but I know for a fact that sometimes these aren't your you know your thoughts you don't you own these thoughts but you don't own these thoughts they're really fluid they're yeah they're that's the word I'll use they're very fluid so say for instance I get a negative thought I can't do this. 
okay, you, you had a little moment that's not made of concrete or stone or whatever you would like to call it. So I can easily change that. I can't, I, I am going to, or I will, not even will, because that's kind of negative. So I would keep it at I am. I am doing this. I will be. So it's very fluid. And I know that it really will change the the direction that people's lives go. Because I, I know firsthand that when I started to change my thinking, I definitely did have some moments, lots of moments, um, where it was very difficult for me to change that negative into a positive. But as of recently, I've been changing my negatives into positive as far as my thought process, my thinking, um, me being intentional and me surrounding myself with positive um, affirmations and positive Facebook accounts and Instagram accounts that's telling me like, oh, you is the bomb, Jessica. You can do this. Um, Ideas about saving money and, you know, things that I'm working towards I, I try to surround myself with positive um energy when it comes to that and I try to create the you know the little I don't know what you want to call it the thing I was talking about earlier about um having those negatives and using them to you know be my fuel for my fire I've I definitely stepped into that type of energy and I feel like that energy is what brought me here today it's even speaking on my fear um I think I told you my other episode I believe episode seven um prior to this I had got a assaulted because I do I did take um public transportation in the city that I live in and I stepped off the bus and got assaulted and had a laceration on my face or whatever had to get stitches and and all that and it really like he like did something to me um because I love people I don't think he changed he changed how I looked I look at people for sure the individual that did it I don't know him he was a complete stranger um he changed how I looked at people slightly. Um, he adjusted that like I don't I don't wouldn't say I'm so caring and loving that I just like I'm very naive to the aspect that I live in the ghetto or the hood or um a poverty stricken area, a high crime area. Um I am not naive to that. But I always lived my life so I show up in the world like I want to show up and not how my environment is. Like, I know I, I speak, me and my guy talk about it all the time. He like, you you think you in the suburbs or something and you're not. But I always, you know, we we butt heads when it comes to this because I'm like, I don't think I'm in the suburbs. You know, (laughs) I know exactly where I, I know I'm in the hood. Like, I know it. I see it every day. Like, I live here. Um, I just try not to be a product of my environment. So, I slightly move different. And he like, you can't, you can't move different because stuff like that will happen. And sure enough, stuff like that did happen. I don't think that is because I was moving differently because it happened so quickly. And I usually take um, driving services like Uber, Uber and Lyft and things like that to get to and from, especially um, when it's late at night. But sometimes, you know, money get a little funny. Patients get a little thin. You don't want to wait on the Uber. Might not be no vehicles available. And this specific day, that's exactly what it was. It was getting late. Um, And I didn't want to be, you know, stores and stuff was closing early due to 
the COVID-19. So I just didn't want to just be like a sitting duck somewhere. And I felt like that I would have, you know, be like this sore thumb. And that possibly could have led to something. That was what I was thinking in my head. In this specific day, um, there were no vehicles. It was a, it was like our first really nice day. It wasn't our first, but it has been our first in a, in a while. Really nice day. It was like 70 something degrees. It was very nice out. Warm. Everybody been stuck in a house. So, as expected, people want it out. They, the weather nice. Air breeze, the breeze is warm. The sun is out. I'm going to get out here in the streets. So it was just a lot of people and not enough um, people wanting to do Uber or Lyft this day. Because I, I was pinging through both of them. I don't know why I didn't think of it like a yellow cab. I haven't seen one of them in a while. But like I could have clearly got a cab or something. But I haven't seen one. I would have had to do research on trying to find a you know, yellow cab or whatever. But... Yeah, they wouldn't allow me to do multiple trips. So I only had to do one trip and we needed some eggs. So I took my ass to the store to get some eggs. And I'm like, I'll just call an Uber, you know, afterwards to get home. Because like I said, it was getting late. It get dark and I didn't want to be, you know, out here. Because it was, my anxiety was all ki- already kicking up because it was just too many fucking people out already for it to be like a safe at home order um through our um, government officials here in the state that i live in Uh, it was just too many people out so everybody was breaking the rules already just out in general and it was like i was super overstimulated so i'm like i'm just gonna you know hop on the bus so i hopped on the bus and when it was my time to get off he laid me out and I panicked, jumped up, couldn't get up. Like I can go into detail in an, you know, another uh, episode or whatever talking about trauma. Cause it definitely slightly traumatized me. Um, but that put that negative situation. I kind of turned it around because the whole time I was just like, very emotional about it after it occurred and I was trying to figure out like what will this silver lining be like it has to be a silver lining it gotta be a silver lining and I haven't really found the silver lining just yet but in the same token that negative situation um got the ball rolling for a positive situation that I've been needed for so long um i haven't had a vehicle in years because i couldn't i couldn't afford it to be honest like it was cheaper for me to get on the bus or you know do a uber every now and again sometimes too much i definitely wasted a lot of money or not wasted i used a lot of a lot of my coins on ubers and things yeah that nature but it, I took that negative situation and I went and bought me a car, okay? Because I, I couldn't have that happening again to me. So, um, I feel like I've been doing really well with that. Uh, I I feel like this is a, not necessarily a forever, a forever issue or I don't know if I want to call it the issue. This is not a forever tasks that I will have to um keep conquering I do believe like once the ball gets to rolling I would have to adjust yes but not you know I don't think I will have to go through this process all over again to stop self-sabotaging myself I will you know have that success like I did so when I purchased my vehicle from that negative, because um, I just always used to tell myself, I'm not never, I'm never gonna be able to afford it. So, like, I'm never gonna be able to afford it. I'm not gonna never. Like, I, I was telling myself um, that, and then when that happened, I'm like, I can just get me a vehicle. I'm gonna get me a vehicle. And days later, 
or weeks prior to that, some things started to unfold and I I was able to, you know, get my coins where I wanted them to be. And I was just being very slowful about getting a vehicle because I worked all the time. I was I'm tired. I'm a single parent. I'm tired. Um and that just wasn't a priority at the top of my list at the moment. Even though it was a priority at the top of my list, but it was like, you know, I'm going to get it, but it wasn't like, um, I'm going to get it today. Like I need it today until this incident happened after the assault. I definitely had some urgency to, um, proceed to go get that. And, I took the necessary steps. I called a friend. Could you drive me around to look for a car? I'm trying to get a car today. I did it on my next off day. Um, and I didn't want it to be like very. I don't want it to put like desperation into the atmosphere because I am a female and I'm like out car hunting or shopping. So I didn't want to, you know look naive or you know any wolves to try to you know take advantage of me so um i prayed about it or whatever and no i did it i I made sure i I stood my ground and acted like i had some sense and i knew knew certain things as far as vehicles and you know, I used all of those skills and I went and got me a car because baby, I can't have, I can't be getting, you know, beat up by strangers on public transportation during the COVID-19. Like number one, you two are, you too close. We're supposed to be practicing social distancing, number one, but you, you're too close, complete stranger. Um, So I, I definitely feel like I'm doing good and I'm I'm trying to not envision the future so much, like dwell on it. Like I want to be able to, of course, know what I would like my future to look like. But I know I used to struggle when I look to the future. I look so deeply into it to the point it will create some type of fear in me because it's like, how are you going to get to like nothing that's happening to you, nothing that you're surrounded by could possibly get you to this point. <laughs> so, you know, that it created a fear in me. Like, oh, you're just so far from it that it just doesn't seem tangible or reachable. And I definitely have to stop because I just feel like... um. I'm not even going to say I have to stop. I have stopped. Um, because I feel as though we it takes one person. It takes one conversation. It takes one um, yes. And your life can be completely changed forever. Even a no. Like with the situation with my assault. It took that one moment and it literally flipped my life from what it was from me being um not having transportation to having my own like I pay cash for it and it's mine I have the title I don't have to pay a car note it is mine I can do what I want to do with it I can sell it tomorrow if need be you know so it just take just one moment and it like that your life can be changed or altered in some type of way for the good or bad um so you know, I have to you know not dwell on on the future so intensely see what I want and then you know like previous episodes I've said you know see the stairs or not see the stairs but still take the step and believe that that stair will appear just like we do when it comes to you know regular things in our house like 
we don't think too deeply on walking into a dark room and be able to flick up the light switch like we just do it we think about it or we maybe have thought about it prior to like before we even when we got the house oh i have to call the electric company to make sure i got gas and electric in this house let them switch it over from this house to my new house like that's slightly us thinking about it in the future but after that we leave it alone and we trust that when we go to this house this new house from our old house that i'm gonna be able to walk in there and turn on the light or something as basic as um sitting in a chair you believe you know you pull out a chair at your kitchen table you just believe that this chair is going to hold you you don't have any um issues with the thought that if i sit in this chair it's going to fall it will break or you know whatever we just confidently sit in that chair but of course, prior to, you might have to put the chair together. Um, you know, you might have to get proper tools and equipment to put the chair together. So, yeah, I'm just trying not to, you know, think. I'm not trying. I'm not going to think so deeply about things that I want in the future. I'm going to um, state what I want, ask for what I want, and allow the universe and God to uh, help me get there versus, you know, pondering on it all day long. And that's kind of like manifesting, or that is manifest. That's manifestation, period. Um, And it's kind of the same thing I did with me manifesting the money for me to even get my vehicle. Um, and we can talk about that at a later date, but yeah, I, I definitely see the, the light and I know this is something that not just I'm going through. I feel like we don't talk about it enough about, you know, the fear. We talk about fear of failure more so than fear of actually succeeding. But I do believe um, a lot of people have that issue um, more than we think. Because I actually, prior to uh, recording this, I just typed it in. Fear of success. And so hundreds and thousands of actual videos and quotes and... Now, a lot of things popped up, which tells me this definitely is a big issue. And, you know, sometimes when you're going through things or having these negative um, thoughts or whatever it may be, you just be feeling like it's just you. You're the only person going through these things. And it's it's a lot of us out there. But if people don't speak on it, and that's another reason I did it. People don't speak on it enough. People are not open enough, vulnerable enough, authentic enough to speak on it. Um, of course, people going to think, you know, I'm the only person going through this. Because it, it definitely feels very lonely when you're going through things and you just feel like nobody understands me. Then you think your experience is the only experience that occurred like this. But it definitely may have some, you know, um, acts, acts, aspects, aspects. I cannot talk to that. It may have some aspects um, that are not like other people. It's definitely personal. Um, but once you break all that down, it's pretty much the same. It's the same. Fears of fears of fear. Um it's just, it's, it's the same. And fear success is definitely, it's definitely um, not talked about enough. And when I was looking or doing my little research on it, I was having a hard time finding the 
answer to what to do about um your fear of success um so I had to do you know I had to take some time and you know let it um marinate I like that word let it marinate a bit before I can really speak on it you know and kind of think about things that I've been doing my experiences that I've had and the outcomes of them and I've definitely been this is something that I've been struggling with for years and I I feel like the last since May the last like four or five months I want to say not even since I want to say maybe September yeah August of last year so of 2019 I've been working on my fear of sex of success. Um actually longer than that now that I think about it because the first step that I made um was leaving my long-term relationship although I was not the person that broke the relationship but um it's something that I definitely wanted to do for years prior and I just never had the courage because it's the fear of unknown the fear of actually succeeding or even a fear of failing once we leave like will I be able to do x y and z by myself because I've been doing this for so long it just seemed like impossible um so that was maybe what 2017 the end of 2017 2018 or something like that I feel like that was my first step at um breaking this mess down like I that was my first you know how you um I don't know if anybody has ever demoed a house I've never demoed a house but I definitely love DIY and house um shows so I've definitely seen the process of demoing a house it was like that first little swing you did with the sludge hammer to knock that wall down. All the wall didn't fall, but you definitely made your point known. And it kind of went from there. It definitely took years to get here where I am. But I feel like that, that had to be the start. Matter of fact, it might have been earlier than that, me me requesting some assistance so I can succeed. That could have been my start. But for for this um, episode, I'm just going to say it started. I would say when I decided, you know, he broke up with me and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back. I'm good. Because they he definitely came back around and tried to... Um, Explained to me how he was just speaking out of anger and, you know, whatever, whatever. And I understood that. I def- I knew that's exactly what was happening, but I'm good. I'm good on you, boo. I'm good. I would like to, you know, figure this out. And I finally have came to the place where I can actually name the thing. I can give it a name. Because at first... I was so oblivious to actually what it was. And it took a series of a lot of experiences to um, for me to acknowledge exactly what it is. And here I am in 2020, years later, new, a whole new decade. And I finally can be like, oh, Okay, sis, you were sabotaging yourself because you was afraid of success this whole time. So I'm glad I can put a name to it. And I'm glad I can speak on it on this platform and help somebody else. Because I know I'm not the only person that's afraid of it. Um, And I feel like me speaking on it right now is... I'm the demo damn near done. We finna clean up now at this point. We done demoed all these walls, knocked all this shit down, 
tore these motherfucking cabinets down. I done pulled up the plumbing. Um, the toilet is up. Um, we finna start remodeling. So, this episode is me, me cleaning up. I've been knocking walls down for, for a minute now. And at this point, we, we bagging shit up. Tossing it in this big ass dumpster in front of the house. So we can get this ball rolling. Um, I definitely feel like that's exactly where I am right now. Um, it's the end of May. We got like what? It's the 24th. So we got like a week. And the last week of May. And June is about to be here, which means summer. So we're still in spring. Um, so summer is uh, around the corner. And I just feel like June, I feel I'm going to be growing leaps and bounds. Um, I'm jumping over buildings in June, okay? We ain't going through doors. We leaping full-blown over this motherfucking building, this whole motherfucking skyscraper. We hopping over them bitches, okay? At least I am. Uh, and I just feel like that's the energy that I'm getting ready to walk into. And I claim that motherfucking energy. That's mine, sis. Hands off. Mine. All mine. Um, it's mine. And I've been telling people for a minute now, 2020 is my year. Um, this, this century is my century, okay? I'm creating... Um, generational wealth and it's began like it's starting the the um uh, what is it? i don't know what you call it like at the movies and be like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's where i am right now this motherfucking movie is about to start like all those episodes not episodes um previews have ended i don't know i like metaphors clearly but those previews have wrapped up you seen what was to come in the future and we finna get this movie going okay um i hope that something stood out to you i hope i encouraged you because i definitely didn't give up i definitely was knocked down and I'm up and I'm, you know, I'm still moving and grooving. Like I told you, we leaping over motherfucking buildings. We ain't walking through doors at this point. Building. Hop right over, okay? So I hope just that simple statement encourages you to, you know, you know, keep going, push through. You got this. What's yours is yours. Can't nobody take it away. You will have some moments where somebody... Uh, an incident or whatever might knock you the fuck out like like mine's did but sis bro get up you got it you gonna you know have to find your feet you know after being hit directly in your face you definitely gonna stumble a little bit be a little bit dizzy you might not be able to see everything might be a little blurry you might feel like you literally got your head underwater it came here Everything is muzzled, muffled is the word I'm looking for. But, hey, just know that this is yours already and you familiar with it. Um, Not to go back on my little incident, but after I got knocked down in that, in that moment, I fought, I, I stumbled at least three times to try to get myself up off the ground. And I couldn't because I was in a daze. I was dizzy. I couldn't hear and I couldn't see anything. So I wear glasses. He knocked my glasses off my face, number one. Um, but when I found my glasses and put them on, of course, one of the lenses was gone out, but I still couldn't see with my glasses on. It was like a little bitty space in front of me where I can see and everything else was blurry. And that ability allowed me to get home. I hopped up, tried to grab what I can grab, what I thought I needed, and I got to moving. I didn't realize that um, I walked, what, one, two, like three blocks almost. 
to get home after that incident. Blood all on my face. I don't know if, what's going on because I had a mask on. My mask is full of blood. Like, you can see it soaking through. But I got home, okay? I couldn't see. I couldn't hear. I was hella paranoid, hella scared of the future. I didn't know if I had teeth. And that would have fucked me up because I like my teeth. <laughs> I didn't know what would happen. I just felt blood. I didn't know what had happened. No, I don't know if my nose broke. I didn't feel any pain. But I felt a lot of fear and confusion and anxiety to... Can I get home? Anxiety. Is this person following me? Who was this person? Just lots of anxiety, anxious energy. And um, I couldn't see. I have no idea how I got home. I have no clue. Could not. Everything was blurry. It sounded like I was underwater, honey. Under the water. But I made it home because clearly I was familiar with this this neighborhood I knew exactly how to get home like something kicked in that adrenaline that you know you hear about all the time it definitely clicked in and it got me to the crib where I knew I was safe and where my family was so if something did if somebody was following you know whatever like they was outside because I had called them prior to so they was outside waiting on me they kids was running down the street by the time I hit the corner um, so it's definitely, it's game time. We hop in these buildings at this point. Um, and I just hope y'all got something out of it. I definitely will go back and share more, um, about my manifestation. Me manifesting almost $10,000 as well as, um, this trauma story, this assault, that uh, occurred in this amazingly great city that I live in. Um, you know, living through that. So, we do have some, you know, juicy episodes coming up. And I just hope you guys, yeah, you know, I hope you got something out of it. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Profoundly Beautiful because I really enjoy recording it. And I just appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart for letting me bring in all my crazy. It just so happens to be amazing. Hmm. I know you all left with something. I know you guys know it's time to take action. And just know we leaping over buildings because we too big and too dope to be going through doors. And that's period. Always, always, always. Always remember, as usual, to find a joy in the mundane. Oh, and P.S. The sky not falling, boo. You flying. Okay. Later.